All right, here we go. Chicago Brothers Bears podcast, post-game edition. Bears in the preseason take down Tennessee 23-17, giving Matt Eberflus four wins in the preseason. More wins than he actually has in the regular season. Andre, what's your takeaway watching this first one? Well, I think, uh, I mean, it was obviously very exciting. Um especially the very the very first part of it, right? The offense basically starting offense touches the ball twice and what like six plays, it's two touchdowns, which is you know, it's got a lot of something to look forward to. That looks it was great. I and mean, Justin Fields was like three for three for 129 yards and two touchdowns, the perfect QB rating. Uh and it, it's time to step off the field. Like uh you can't ask for a better start for the offense. The defense uh, I think we're still a little work in progress, but again, we didn't have all of our bona fide starters out there. Uh, Tremaine Edmonds isn't out, isn't out there. And um, so it kind of shows you there's some work there to be done. But, you know, my first impressions was way to get a win. You know, I think that's good for a young team. It's starting to try to get somewhere. Winning is contagious. So that's good. It is, and and I know you and I talked briefly after the first series on uh, defense, and we said, oh, man, this looks just like last season, right? Yeah. Um, they obviously improved, and I know they're not game planning in, in a preseason game, but uh, definitely some things to keep an eye on there from the negative side. The other thing that, I mean, I, I hate to say it, but Bayless muffin another punt might have just sealed his fate, right? But that, that was the – to me, that was the, the big standout <laughs> – sore spot right you know you, we we talked about him in previous episodes of just like you got to do something and not make these mental mistakes and you know early on well, it lets yeah. the first one bounce and then returns it and generally you get a bounce like that you just you just want to clear out the second one takes another big bounce and he tries to field it gets tackled fumbles it that's yeah. just like, stuff that can't happen yeah so i mean bayless probably would make the roster if he can play special, be the returner on special teams, being the starter. Well, so, so just let's talk about Vela just a second, because what really surprised me was both those pump punts. I felt he was so far back that he could have, he kind of didn't want to catch it on the fly. I felt he got gun shy and let it bounce in front. Like I think both those punts, I think he could have caught in the air instead of letting him bounce. I agree. That comes from maybe misreading the punt. I don't know if he just misread, he just misread the punt, both punts. And then of course he makes a really kind of like a bad judgment. You know, when the bounce goes so high, you just got to let it go. So I have a feeling like if less he shows up in um, on the field as a receiver, I don't know. They might give him one more crack at it. The second preseason game, but, that was really disappointing. Um, I just don't understand. I'm, I wasn't sure if the sun got in his face or his eyes. Like he couldn't really, couldn't see it or judge the punt really well. But I mean, dude, that's you're in Soldier Field. Uh, Either way, in, in a, at I a mean, one o'clock game, like that's what the sun's gonna be like. I don't know. I'm trying to think of reasons, but it was. I mean, I never seen punters. You see them run to try to catch it on the fly. You don't like let them run and they just kind of wait for it to bounce. Like to me, that's like. That's I mean, was was it? I'm waiting for it to bounce because I muffed a couple of these last season. I, I don't mean, know. I don't know I don't, what. I don't know. Either way, it's it doesn't look good, and it and it's 
I feel it, bad for that guy, man, because I, I think do too. That, but that was his way to get on the team, and it looks like he was on his way. But um, I think there's not, an opening now for some other receivers. For yeah, I, I think if Tyler Tyler Scott can solidify his punt return, or he's on the team. He's on the team, but I mean, if he can really show that, like, hey, I, I'm good at handling punts, not just. He's also got like a bit of the yips drops thing too happening. Like he fumbled the ball, so we that's going to be an area of concern. Is essentially special teams for sure. Our return yeah. game is still sketchy. Yeah, yeah, still sketchy. Now on the flip side of that, guys who needed to to light a fire and uh, you know absolutely showed up, Travis Gibson. Got to get the game ball, man. That guy had a monster game last night. So if you want to talk about a person who's at the bottom of the depth chart that basically made one game, put him on the roster, it was Travis Gibson. Uh, he was up everywhere. He – so I mean, I, I, Five I, tackles it, and a sack, but just was blown up place. Yeah, but he missed – two or three sacks so he couldn't close a few plays but he definitely impacted a ton of the plays he was a complete disruptor and Tennessee had no answer for him overall I think Michael for the defense you know we had eight sacks which is insane to think about that <laughs> level that level of production. That I know it's preseason season. but that level of production that we had eight sacks in one game and everybody was chipping in. We had guys from all over, from first string, second string, third string. There was even a fourth string. It, it's kind of telling. There's a couple of ways to look at it. One, the Bears are actually starting to teach these guys, and they're starting to listen, and, and they're making impact. The other side is our our reserves were just way better than Tennessee's. Yeah, that, that's another that, thing that's, to look at. That's another way I kind of see it as like our, our reserves – just beat really beat up uh, tennis. Our defensive reserves were just way better than Tennessee's um, reserves. Yeah, yeah, and that could be the case. Um, you know, and there's some other things I think we want to talk about. So, you know, obviously that first defensive series did not look good. On the flip side of that, the first two offensive series were about as good as gold, right? Two big yep. breakout plays. You know, DJ Moore. Uh, scores the touchdown on the wide receiver screen. And I, and I watched that play about five times just to get some notes. And and uh, Tevin Jenkins had a monster block to yeah, open that whole up. Yeah, you're going to – we just got to hope as an offense that we can get our Nate Davis back and we're kind of just get healthy and we get grooving because I think that's going to be a big thing. Obviously, I think some of the offensive line – health and capability the reserves showed that they really couldn't open up any running lanes they pass protection was okay but i was really surprised on how the lack of running was there uh offensively i think for me so i'll just give you kind of like my takeaway points number one i really thought the bears defense kind of start like they just kind of figured things out like they just either the offense ignited them maybe or something. I know we talked about that. Like this is, you can see the defense just kind of get fired up after the offense just throws a quick pass and DJ Moore just scores, but they, they had a lot of takeaways. I mean, we were, we gave the ball away a lot, which is not good. Um, but the bears had a lot of takeaways too. And that's something they're preaching. You can see 
this mentality is starting to like Eberflus is uh, slash Lovey Smith <laughs> uh, mentality. I mean, there it's coming in. So yeah, did they give up some big plays? Sure. Did they make the game really close at the end? Yeah. Um, but that you know that but, second but, half but, of preseason football, you you never yeah, really yeah, know what you're, you're going to get. You're, you're looking for individual shiners at that point, right? Well, you're looking. Open. Well, you're looking at trends, right? And the trends is we can get to the quarterback, and we're producing turnovers. This is the two things we could not do last year. So defensively, that's how I look at it. Offensively, you know, I, I had my players I was kind of looking for. Oh, and and I want to do a shout out to Tyreek Stevenson because. I don't know. Game. I don't know if the Tennessee was just trying to pick on him, or or he just happened to be where all the action was. But I mean, they were. I mean, he was everywhere. Like the ball was going to his side or to hit to basically him all the time, and he stepped it up. I mean, if you don't think that dude can tackle, he can tackle, and he, he can tackle, a, and he should have had a pick in the. He game. should have had a pick that that first quarter with that yeah. pass broken up. I, I, you know, went right through line. his hands. He made a good cut on the ball. A good jump on the ball. He just he just let it go right through his hands there, but he's 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 going to be a legit uh, player. Yeah, I he, think. he he definitely uh, played better in this game than he had been. At least the reports of him coming out from camp, where he was maybe struggling a little bit, and that you know that second corner was getting closer. Yeah, but I think he I, showed up for sure in this game. Well, I mean, there were a lot of completions toward him, so he still has some cover. But I mean. I still think he proved that he can hit, he can come down and stop the run. Like he, he put his head in there. I mean, that's, you don't maybe want your corner to, there's a reason why he made seven tackles. Cause I threw to him his side a lot, right? A lot. So when your corners don't make a lot of tackles, either the ball's not going their way or they don't have to tackle anybody cause they're stopping the completion. Right. So you kind of have to look at half full, half empty, but still you, you don't want him having missed tackles or something. But when he, you know, Ball was caught and he was on him. So he, I just want to give a shout out to the defense from him, like his perspective. I think overall the defense, like I said, our reserves, I thought played really well. Our starters, yeah, we'll see. Reserves were good. Reserves were good. Um, you know, and we got to have this conversation of, I think Zach Pickens had a better game than Gervin Dexter. Yeah. Uh, well, that's so the problem is we got the Travis, the, the Travis Gibson, uh, torpedo hit Gervin Dexter in the knee. And that really spooked me. And, you know, that was like right before the half where basically he got, he got pushed. Yeah, he was looking a little ginger after that for sure. Yeah. So I, I'm hoping that that's just a, and he did come back and play the second half, some of it, but he tried to give it a go the next play. And I thought maybe he's okay, but it really did bug him. So I hope that this guy who is really showing up in camp, like he we're really counting on him to be a contributor. He doesn't get like a, I hope the injury's not too bad. I really do. We'll find out this next we'll week or so. And when yeah. camp comes out and, and him coming back and finishing the game, you know, is a good sign, but it is, but I mean, it's one of those things where that's the last thing you want to do is have a rookie and start, have him nicked up in the knees. Yeah. Um, especially for those big guys on the, in the trenches, right? The knees yeah. are, are the critical component. That's it's just unfortunate. Out. You just saw like, I just, I just saw, you know, Travis Gibson basically blocked right into him. He just flew into like a, he looked like a human torpedo right into right the into pile the knee, there yeah. and he got yeah. him right in the knee, right in his left knee. So yep, let's, I, mean, but I, I would agree with you. I think Pickens, well, it just goes to show you that, 
Dexter may be still learning, needs some, you know, he's kind of like learning the new system. So he just maybe needs a little more seasoning. But we got two legitimate forces with these draft picks, I think. I think they're going to show so. at least if, you know, based on the first game, Pickens, I, I say, looked a little better. Uh, Dexter's get off was still a little slow, but definitely better than I watched from his tape at UF. Um, they're, but they're, uh, they're powerful players. Those yeah, really power, powerful players. And, you know, even Travis Bell, right? You know, late in the game, yeah. you know, another late rookie gets a sack, right? The whole defense is cheering for him. I mean, it just goes to show guys are, are rooting for this guy to to do it and, he, and he's if he's putting in the work then you know it's a good sign but yeah uh, who's who is um is it is it terrell stevens is that number 52 like cleo max old number i don't uh, remember his name he had a he had a sack bumble and like two sacks today terrell lewis terrell lewis yeah that dude i'm telling you mike reservist you can see why you see the you what we heard in camp is that our defense is driving the bears offense fits it goes to our res- whoever they got in the reserves is good. Like that's that's a good deal. So anyways, yeah, the depth's looking a lot better for sure. So offensively, offensively, there's some you know, obviously DJ Moore in his first catch breaks one. Well, I know I'm Khalil Mike, Herbert I'm, breaks I, one. I'm not talking about the starters. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm really kind of nervous about our reserves. In the yeah, offense. the depth I, to me, I think Roshan Johnson just didn't get much in the way of, of lanes, but he looked decent. Travis Homer had a couple of good runs uh, I, and running back was not necessarily the position I was I was worried about. But the, the, our the receiving core did not was, look. Yeah, receiving hoping, core and offensive line looked a little more suspect. than. And, well, let's let's be honest. Quarterback. PJ uh, Walker, not a good game. And and Nathan Peterman had it. He he looked pretty good actually. Uh, Nathan Peterman had the one big throw to Isaiah Ford uh, down the sideline, which looked yeah, okay, which but, gave us some points. Like, but of all enough, the backup quarterbacks, to me, Tyson Bagnet looked the best. The, yeah, you have to look at that. He's finishing up the. Yes, what I'm saying though, ultimately, is. There wasn't like a lot of like you saw the reserves with Tennessee. They were having big chunk plays on our defense. You know, um, our defense just got a sack or whatever, and kind of like you know they fall started. Or they kind of s- submarine their own drives. I never felt like we were dangerous after the really ones were out after yeah. after our starters came out. And and it goes so our offensive reservists and the second third teams we've got some problems there still. We got some depth. Uh, issues there and so yep. that's that's kind of worrisome but we'll see in the second game we'll see overall so i wanted to go through i took some notes during the game to call out some specific plays or some specific players so uh you know some some plus things here uh Vail- or obviously we, we talked about you know Valus earlier uh yeah. jalen jones had a couple good uh, early plays on special teams you know you know it's a, a depth guy maybe looking at a bottom of the end roster spot special teamers so yeah, you know, he he showed up on special teams for sure, which I think is exactly what he's going to need to do to make the roster. Uh, you know, AJ Thomas got that gifted pick on an overthrow um, by Malik Willis in the in the red zone. So you know, but you got to make those catches, right? If it's in your numbers yeah. on defense, you got to make that play, and he made the play. So you know, good good pick for them. Uh, Adrian Colbert, really nice hit on a to force a fumble. You know that. Yeah, was put the helmet right on the ball and pop that thing out. Yeah, uh, Kyler Gordon in the first couple of series where he's the only guy showing up on defense and laid 
the lumber. I mean, those are some Mike Brown type smacks, right? I, I mean, it's been a while since we've seen some dude in the Spider, secondary. Spider Man was out. out there hitting, dude. There's like, no he doubt was about it. Popping fools. It was yeah. it was nice to see. Um, and again, this is one of those things of there's just a lot of question marks deep in the team, as you were talking about earlier, where it's like we don't know exactly what we got in those second tier two, tier three guys. There's some guys who showed up and look good and some guys who didn't. Right. I mean, it's preseason game. Number one, there's still a lot of, you know, things to go through and and there's a lot more camp left. You got two more preseason games. Is there anybody, I know we talked about this on the last episode so far training camp hero or preseason hero. I mean, who's your guy so far? Well, it's, it's Travis Gibson. Uh, he, yeah, he, right now he's he he made that game single handedly. He put enough. There's there's gonna be two things. He earned himself uh, NFL playing time this year. If it's not with the Bears, it's gonna be with another team. That's enough tape right there to show up because he was playing with the second string, third string, and he was dominating everybody. Like they could not stop him at all. Every play he was impacting. I felt like. And like I said, a couple times he just couldn't finish the sack or get there. But, I mean, he was either quarterback hurries, pressures, making the guy scramble. But he was he was a constant terror. He was a disruptive force, yeah, yeah, for sure. I think he was one person that really stood out to me uh, as far as the offense goes. Another thing I think which you were alluding to about the two screen passes, um, number one – it just reminds you how nice it is to have Justin Fields as our starting quarterback. Because that play with Khalil Herbert or could have been a sack for most it, other it guys. It depends if you want to, you know. It's I like the, when we talked about the announcers. I don't know if they know how to pronounce his name, or maybe we're mispronouncing his name. Khalil. Khalil Herbert. Like, come Superman. on, man. Like, we got Spider Man now. We got Superman. We have Superman. But, anyways, when Justin Fields, so it was a screen pass, it was a design screen. The rush got there a little faster than potentially they wanted it to, right? But what does Justin Fields do? Justin Fields things. Just silky smooth. I'm just going to back up. Boom. And the next thing you know, he gets that pass. There is nobody there. So it was the perfect call. So I think another thing we got to think about too is I know they wanted to, to practice these things, but Getsy had some – those two plays were called perfect calls. So um, especially the Khalil, Herb, or Khalil Herbert pass. There was nobody there. Like, he got the ball. We had two big boys in front of him. There was, like, nobody there besides I mean, our two people. Yeah, that was exactly while. textbook how you want to execute. Yeah, it's like blitz came, perfect call, dump it off, great execution, and Cleo Herbert finished because, actually, you know, they got a good hit on him, like, around the five-yard line, kept his balance and pushed it in. And you see Equinemia St. Brown downfield blocking. So, you – and like you said before, you like, you see there were some big blocks – on the uh, quick screen to, to DJ Moore. And I want to I say this too. I know I told you when we were watching the game, but DJ Moore, you know, everyone talks about DJ Moore. You know what? That dude's fast. He's still a 4-4 guy. I mean, I mean not... when he caught that ball, I was like, is he, like he, he literally just kept – he outran everybody. Like you, he doesn't look – like he's kind of like a, a deceptively fast runner in my opinion. Um, because it doesn't look like he's his wheel is like legs are churning, but he's covering distance, kind of like a Randy Moss. Maybe not obviously as fast as Randy, but kind of that deceptive speed. Yeah, those so that was strides make it look. Slow, yeah, so that moving. was another surprising thing is how fast 
he really is. I wish I saw a little bit more of, of Mooney in the game. Um, I wish they got him more playing time. So I wonder if they're just like, you know, it's not worth giving him a lot of reps in the game right now. He's starting to still trying to recover um, from his injury. But I was hoping to see some more reps from him, maybe even play with the second and third stringers just to see if he can dominate. But I didn't see much of him. And like I said, uh, after after kind of like that, the offense just was like – it felt like our normal Chicago Bears stuttering offense. You got a few big plays. But if there's anything else too, man, Cairo Santos, got to give it to him too. Yeah, look consistent. I mean, that was uh, I mean, the way to go. Ha- he doesn't have to be able to kick, you know, 80-yard bombs. He's got to put it through the uprights when you need to. And you know, literally, we have a victory because of his leg. Yeah, exactly. I mean, only nine points uh, in the second half, all on field goals. Did not give up any points in the second half, which is a good sign. That, that, yeah, I mean, that's because we were just hitting them. I mean, the our defensive rush, when we needed sacks in the third down, we were getting home. And, yeah, uh, that and, and Tennessee was using Malik Willis, you know, and Will Levis on alternative series for the whole game. Right? Yeah. So you're, you're playing fighting for their backup. Yeah, and, and, basically – you're looking. I at, didn't see anything from from the Tennessee perspective. Neither of them look good enough in this game to solidify their backup role. I, I'm assuming it's probably going to be Levis just because of the youth and where he was picked. I, I think it's going to be Levis too, but I mean that's to me that's a very bold decision and let Tennessee have. Yeah, but it, it was what was nice from the Bears' perspective <laughs> of that is neither of those two guys really stood out. Right, like we didn't allow you know, the, the change of quarterback and the change of quarterback style to really affect how the defense is playing, especially yeah. in the second half. So, you know, <clears throat> yeah. good, good, good things there. Um, you know, the other thing I really want to point out uh, as well is, you know, Roshan Johnson, man, 12 carries uh, early. So he's getting the work uh, 44 yards. You know, he, he had one long of 24. So he, he did break one decent one. Uh, you know, that early one where he broke a couple tackles looked really good. And I know yeah. that was your guy to keep an eye on. Obviously, yeah. you know, he's playing with second and third string offensive yeah. linemen who yeah. looked a little shaky. A little discom- it looked a little discombobulated, to be honest. Yeah, there's uh, a few more of those three yards in a cloud of dust kind of run. Well, I think, it. yeah, so he, he was averaging like three and a half yards a carry. But there were some times where literally he was getting the ball and guys were about to hit him. He lost yards on several carries, which – so let me just give you my Roshan Johnson take after all that. I wasn't that impressed. Um, I Because I just don't see the burst in quickness. And I see sometimes some indecision where there is a hole and he just doesn't hit it like he takes a little time. So I think he really – he might have some skills and we'll see. But I just don't see a lot of bursty quickness. He seems kind of like almost a – he's a big guy. That's another thing. You don't realize how big of a guy he is until you see him start to run. He kind of looks almost like a fullback in size, but not he just doesn't run. He doesn't have a lot of elite speed. You can see it. So yeah. I really thought that maybe he could crack potentially some starting reps. I don't think so. I think he literally is I think he's gonna sit there. He's he looking like some, more and more like the third down guy. Yeah, it looks like he's going to be a third down player and he'll get some reps here and there. But he just doesn't have the speed um, and the explosiveness that I was hoping to see. So that was a little disappointing. I mean, he's a consistent runner. He's big. He kind of reminds me of Jordan Howard. Uh, yeah. I'll just put it that way. 
little Jordan bit. Jordan Howard but... wasn't very fast, but you know, can he? And you were hoping that maybe he gave you something that David Montgomery had. Dave Montgomery is a better running back right now than I see than Roshan Johnson. Yeah, I would agree with you there. So, you know, as we get uh, ready to wrap up here, this first post game episode. Andre, give me your takeaway, good and bad on offense and good and bad on defense, and then I'll give you mine. Okay, sounds good. Offense. You love it when you have your starting offense, get out there, they click, they score in preseason, and they get off the field. Um, I mean, that's, that's ideal. You want to get out there, score some quick touchdowns, see what works, feel good about yourself, and get off. That's preseason game number one. I couldn't ask for anything better than that. Very exciting. And I was just telling, I was actually telling my girls like, Hey, you got to think about this. Justin Fields didn't have to throw the ball 60 yards in the field downfield for him to score. How nice is it to be able to throw the ball literally 10 yards in the air? If that, and you have your, you have playmakers and an offensive scheme that just lets them cut loose and they can score. Right. I'm, I remember like, you know, Jerry Rice, of course, catches bombs, scores touchdowns. But how many times in our lifetime we saw Jerry Rice basically take like a five-yard slant route and he's gone himself. Like he makes stuff happen. It's kind of nice to start to feel like maybe we got some playmakers so we don't have to have Justin Fields basically put the ball on the dime and then they get tackled and it's over, right? That you can give the ball these guys and they might be able to produce and score for you. So that's my offensive takeaways. Defensively, I'm going to go right back. Takeaways, sacks. The two things we struggled with so much last year in run defense. Run defense was still suspect, but I still think we'll get a little better with that. And Tennessee is a very good run team, so it kind of shows you our run defense's issues. But again, all that being said, I've really felt like I watched a little bit of a Lovey, like our old Lovey Smith defense where Ben don't break. So I saw a lot of that. And also again, sacks and takeaways. You want, that's what you want to see. You want to, you know, in preseason, it's going to be kind of a lot of fumble itis. You're going to be a lot of take missed throws, but they were there. They were there to grab the interceptions. They were there to recover the fumbles. They were there to pop the fumbles loose, force fumbles. That's my takeaways. I think that was so impressive and so encouraging that we got these young kids and they're all young and they're hungry. And man, they just overwhelmed Tennessee's offensive line uh, from the, from a pass rush perspective. Yeah. So I'll go with mine and you know, from the positive end on the offense, like you said, it's, it's the, the starting offense came out there two big explosive plays, even if they're, you know, yak yards, whatever. I mean, it still counts, right? The ball's, getting into the end zone i'll take uh, that all day long you know like, that, i don't care if justin fields has 500 yards and he literally threw for like 30 yards in the air uh, it doesn't matter to me does yeah exactly it doesn't matter i don't care how it gets done as long as it gets done yeah um my my concern in the in the offensive side of the football is uh our backup quarterback situation does not i mean pj walker did not look good at all um no. And, and has continued to overthrow. That's the reports coming out of camp that he's just overthrowing quite a bit. So hopefully he can turn that around quickly because, you know, like we said, Fields' style of play, especially when he gets the legs going, there is a chance realistically that he's going to miss a couple of games and we're going to need one of these guys to hold down the fort for a game or two. So, yep. you know, right now, backup quarterback, uh, I, I definitely say there's some competition there. 
um, defensively, uh, the rookies and the young guys played really, really, really well. Yeah. Um, you know, Gervin Dexter, you know, even though I kind of knocked on him earlier and said Pickens was looking better and Pickens did look better. Gervin Dexter didn't have a bad game. Right. Um, so happy to see the rookies uh, and the young guys on defense show up and, you know, on, on defense, uh, you know, my, my kind of the negative takeaway is the first series looked really bad. I mean, really bad. Yeah. So I'm hoping that it's just a matter of, you know, they, we came out and, and just kind of was a little flat on defense early. Like I said, we're not game planning, but definitely something to keep an eye on in these next couple of games. So, Hey, but hey, still get the W. Justin Fields looked great. Uh, DJ Moore looked great. Khalil Herbert looked great. Offensive line, at least the starters, played pretty well. So yeah. we'll take that all day long, especially for a first preseason game. So, hey, we, you know, one game down, two more to go. Uh, we will be back in a couple of days, middle of the week, to talk about uh, how the joint practices are going down in Indianapolis. Preview that preseason game what we want to see there i'm expecting the starters probably to play a little bit more than they did in yeah. game one i would say and most of the first and part of the second or all the first and then part of the second would be my guess yeah and as much as we like these explosive plays from justin field some sustained drives coming out of the offense first team yeah you want to be able to consistently run the ball i'm looking to see some consistent uh consistent running of the ball you know four or five yards get just be able to take the pressure out because Justin Fields, it can't be all the offense. You got to be able to showcase some of the runs. I think we'll get there again. I, I just, we'll see. We'll see. How, I'll be interesting to see how practice goes, Mike. I'm really looking forward to seeing these. I want to see some fights break out. I think some fights are going to break out here uh, with Indianapolis. Um, but they're a good team too. I think they're, they're going to be a really good team down the road. Uh, maybe not like right now, but they'll probably get better. It'll be good. It'll be good for us. To bang good, on somebody else. Yeah, good. Good test to go down there and against Indy in, in preseason game two. So there it is. Preseason game one. Bears win twenty three seventeen. Justin Fields three for three one twenty nine two touchdowns two series two TDs. Get off the field. Put your head on and just chill out the rest of the game. So yeah. that's exactly what we wanted out of out of week one. We will be back, like I said, in uh, middle of the week. This is Mike. You can see me on Twitter at Dr. Ballologist. That is where all my crazy sports takes go. And Andre, of course, joining me. Andre, say goodbye to the people. See ya. See ya next time. Take care, everybody. See you in a couple of days.